0: The difference between a small cut healing and becoming a serious issue is vigilance. When you notice the injury, take that moment to address it. A few deep breaths can help with staying calm. A few deep breaths can help with staying calm, which is important, as panic will only make it harder to make the right decisions. If you don't clear a wound and dress it, then even the smallest cut can get infected. Panic is like that too. If you leave it and don't dress it, it will only get worse. It's important when cleaning a cut to use clean water and to keep it dry once it's cleaned and dressed. So, yeah. If you don't have clean water, unflavored vodka will do. Although that sounds like a waste of alcohol to me. Something I haven't talked about yet. Something actually helpful. Most medical professionals were either moved to the bigger hospitals or the ones on high ground, along with their patients. This means that many of the clinics are probably sitting empty. The hospitals that have been left empty might have been the first places people went, but lots of the clinics are probably still stocked with things like sterile bandages. If you come across one, think long term. Don't just focus on what's happening right now. Think about six months down the road. It's been a few weeks now, and there's no sign that things will return to normal anytime soon. If you are on medication, you need to start looking for a pharmacy that still has some of that medication. Especially if it's one you know you're not supposed to stop taking suddenly. If you do happen to find a pharmacy, don't take stuff you don't need. Because there's someone out there who will need it. You're more likely to hurt yourself than get a good high out of it anyway. If you're hearing this, and you're local, There's still one nurse at the clinic on Dogwood. If you need help, come here. And while I'm breaking the rules, they moved everyone out of the hospital in the first few days. Haven't heard a thing from them since. Bet you're wishing you'd ask someone else to stay behind instead right about now, huh? Too bad. I'm a nurse. I'm supposed to be helping people. That doesn't change just because everything's gone and fallen apart. Classic. You kill people for this land, and then leave it at the first signs of trouble. The clinic on Dogwood, I'll be here.
1: Don't forget that. Never forget that they are the enemy, and they are out there. They won't like me telling you this. They want you thinking I'm some kind of crazy. I won't give them the satisfaction of being right. I might be losing it, but I'm not lost. I know exactly where I am. Do
2: you? Um, Okay. Great. This is lighter than I thought. Don't want to carry a tripod all over creation, huh? Hi, everybody! My name is... Uh, Nope. No, none of that. No audition tape this time. In fact, I believe I'm taping over that. How symbolic. The old me is dead. Or, uh, not dead. Positive thoughts, positive faces. That's what they used to say on the show when the cameras came close. Keep smiling, or the viewers back home won't root for you. Unless Bitter and Backstabby is your persona. Now that I think about it, that should've been mine. It would've been better than the housewife. I'm just looking for someone to go through this adventure called life with. A nice man who will take care of me, bring me flowers, buy me nice things, and never have an original thought in his head, apparently. Okay, that's not fair. My... husband is a nice guy. He's nice. It's just... that's about all you can say for him. At least he had the courtesy to send me a text. Not dead. Hiding in the office basement. Hope you're alive. That's all. Honey, if we both survive to see the found footage docu-drama they make out of this... I apologize. I wanted this to work, but I think you and I know by now that meeting on Forever Bloom's Riverside Edition isn't the best foundation for a solid marriage. It wasn't a lie though, I really did want someone to take me on an adventure through life. That's all I've ever wanted if I'm being honest. I always wanted to be like an intrepid explorer from an old children's book, standing on the front of the ship. Or in a hot air balloon? Maps and compasses and journals with information about places no one had ever seen? Something new wandered the sun. I grew up and figured out that the world I lived in was too big. Or not big enough. Too old, at any rate. Everything had already been seen. All the exploring was over. But here I am. In a new world. Broken world, maybe. But new. New under the sun. And the only person who can take me on an adventure is me. If the world is broken and I'm still breathing, that has to mean something, right? And I have this handy dandy handheld camera. But it's about when I thought we'd be hiking around Mount Etna every summer and a lot of nerve, a reservoir of it, untapped. I always wondered if bravery was a finite supply or a muscle you have to flex. Is just stepping out my door going to use it all up? I sure hope not because I have a lot of ground to cover listen
1: to what your digital maps are telling you. Too easy to erase it all. While we were busy watching the skies, the ground shifted beneath our feet. They didn't want us noticing it, but I felt it. I felt it. Did you? The water's were rising up to swallow us all, and they're doing nothing. Don't bother learning how to swim. It's too late for that now. They've left us to die like rats on a ship And I don't know about you But from where I'm standing There ain't a lot of land left to swim for Every morning I wake up expecting wet socks And they've already disappeared Taken the high ground Or run to some bunker The last stage of gentrification if you ask me
3: No one did Day 32 Readings are all fine Food and water rations are still ahead of schedule. More so every day, actually. I'm certain it's nothing to worry about. My metabolism must be simply more well-regulated than the averages used by the medical literature I based my original calculations on. That's no great surprise. I've spent years preparing myself for this very eventuality, honing both my body and mind. Survival is more than what happens to you, it's a constant process. It is an art that demands dedication. My fine craft, not only my own survival, but that of this entire planet. I prepared for the world to give up. And I learned what I needed to learn in order to make sure it keeps breathing. Resuscitation of the Earth itself. I'm certain that the average American and his 1.14 children didn't think about that in the Wendy's drive <clears> through The broadcast mentioned in my log from day 27 has stopped. No more sign of any radioactivity. Whether automated or intentional, I have been able to pick up nothing on that frequency in the last two days. The exterior microphones, however, I put them in as an afterthought. Uh, They had been muted since the bunker's completion, but after the broadcast ceased, I became... curious. I had no expectations, but I was still surprised by what I heard. Apologies. I don't mean to leave anyone in suspense when this record is archived. This is meant to be an objective log of the facts, and so I will provide them. There's someone out there, probably a young woman. Cameras are still down, of course. I cannot see her, but for the better part of the past day, I've heard her voice. I've recorded a sample for the sake of the log. She keeps talking to herself, mostly quiet encouragements, sometimes complaining about the smell of sunscreen. I heard her very distinctly say, at least this lipstick will hold up. Clearly this girl is doomed. It is far too early for me to venture outside. I do not know what toxins or contagions could still be in the air, and if I open the doors the airtight seal will break. I don't relish the thought of listening to someone die. Will the hindsight of history forgive me? I cannot say. I believe my choice is justified. If I put myself at risk, I put at risk the very future I wish to ensure. Life begets life, and I cannot do any Well, beginning is an entirely wrong word. But without me, there will be no one to open the vault. There will be no one to take back the earth. And so I cannot save her. I regret the fact. But there you have it. This is a confession of sorts, or testimony. You're just some silly little girl
0: talking to yourself, aren't you? Stupid, useless body. Move! It's the end of the world, it's not like my apartment was any safer. Nothing's changed, so you have to get up. Okay. You have five minutes, and then you're going to get up and keep walking. Exterior
3: microphones oh. will remain on. Set a
0: damn timer and everything. For now. It's not like time even exists
1: anymore. But I'm right, aren't I? Just look out your window. One by one, everyone's gone off air. All this trick in the book, silencing the truth. But you're still listening, which means we haven't lost yet. They can control it all. The tides, the sky, our very minds. But they can't get to all of us. Not if we're smart about it. Cover up those cameras. Put tape over your microphones unless you want them to hear you. Be careful among nicely dressed strangers. Make them look you in the eyes. It's in their eyes. You'll see. It's always in their eyes. So what can you do about it then? Well, if it's going to be us versus them, we need to take a stand. Find those of us who know. Stick with them but there's safety in numbers are you doing all you can to find those of us who can see through the smoke screen are you doing all you can to fight back or are you just listening and nodding along yeah you you didn't listen before but now that it's almost the final hour you're suddenly tuned in are you well it's a little late for that I'm a forgiving person. I always try to look on the bright side, you know? Glass might be poisoned with everything they've dumped in our water, but at least it's still half full. So, here's my advice to you. Listen for the stomping of soldiers' boots. They're mobilizing the army, and you don't want to get in their way. Uniforms can't be
4: trusted. Copy? This is private... Only survivor. Does anyone copy? There's gotta be someone somewhere who copies. Unable to proceed with any evacuation or search and rescue objectives while solo, rerouting to assemble at nearest known military base over. I am on foot and alone, requesting new orders. <laughs> After this long, you'd think I'd get something. Losing a whole convoy doesn't warrant me some damn communication. <laughs> Michael's complained about his radio being sticky. Maybe, maybe I should have tried to find another one, but everything was broken. <laughs> Every one was broken. My <laughs> deals. This is private PTSD. Requesting permission to walk until I can't smell blood anymore. Hinting at desertion and still no response? Damn. (laughs) There really is no one left listening then. Maybe I should just ditch the uniform altogether. You know, in the last town, um, a family that was living out of their motorhome spotted me. They asked me when help was coming. I told them to hold tight that that most of the military had been sent over to the coasts. After a while, the the mother pulled me aside, and she asked me if they'd have a better chance of getting help if she wasn't there, because, um... Her husband and their two children had their American citizenship, but she still didn't. I told her that her family needed her right where she was, that uh, that we're all Americans now. She thanked me for my service, insisted I stay for dinner. Um, her husband was a wonderful cook, but um, I, I can't remember what we ate. It all just turned to sawdust in my mouth. I remember her kids, though. Uh the little one, was she was she three? Four? I have no idea. She she didn't like me much. I don't think she was used to strangers, maybe? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I smiled at her too big. <laughs> she uh she didn't stop hiding behind her dad all night, but the older daughter, um she looked at me like like I was going to save the whole world, like I, could, like I could save the whole world. Like I was going to fix it all. I do remember one other thing. Um, there was a, a, an urn, you know, polished wood, uh, up on a shelf. It was next to a picture of an older man. He had uh, salt and pepper hair, was wearing an army uniform. There was a flag, too, um, right in front of the urn. It was folded up neat and crisp. There wasn't a whole lot in that home that was shiny anymore or tidy or or clean. The dust blows in and and you can't get it out, um, but they kept that shelf, his shelf, I guess, bright as a nickel. She had faith in me, the mom, the daughter, all of them did really. I can relate to that feeling, but uh, it's, it's weird being on the receiving end of it. I I guess you need a little faith in times like these or a lot of it. Don't make a liar out of me, please. The name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord and the Savior. They're
1: not on our side. They've never been on our side. Soldiers aren't taught how to help people. After all, they make sure of that. Watch out for anyone with they turn the power off, look for those who still have lights. They're not to be trusted. You don't know what they've had to sell to keep their lights on. But I can tell you, it's not worth it. It's never worth it. They always get you with some fine print. All surprises are bad surprises when the end of the world is coming for you. You! Hey, you! Are you listening? ARE YOU TAKING ANY OF THIS IN?! What? You not expect
5: that- to Excuse be- me? Are you talking to me? You can't be passive Hello? anymore. Hello? I can hear you loud and clear. Where are you broadcasting from? You're just from?
1: using it as an excuse to hide! You can't keep screaming into nothing and expecting to get answers!
5: Have you been listening to me? How long have you been listening?
1: I can't just give you all the answers. If I did, they'd have found me already. You're gonna have to hit the pavement yourself. Keep searching. Keep digging for those truths.
5: No, way, please, don't go.
1: Don't trust what your machines are telling you.
5: Tell me where you are. I haven't seen anyone since it happened. I don't okay. know where to start looking. I've been listening. I swear I have. I just keep searching. For allies. It was I've been trying. I've been walking around for weeks. I've set up dozens of radios now. Please, just listen. If we can do that, maybe, just maybe. I've worked so hard. I've been trying so hard. Ah! Damn it. Damn it. Sorry, I'm just It's hard. I knew someone was listening. I knew it. I'll I'll keep working on the stations. And I'll keep listening. Please contact me again. I'll be here.
1: This is not a recording. You've been listening to Crossing Wires, episode four. Not a recording. This episode was written by Sarah Cowan and Ziggy Schutz, with sound design and editing by Jack Strudwick. Episode 4 features the voices of Cheyenne Klein as the nurse, Kyle John Brogan as the conspiracy theorist, Andrean Lamothe as the housewife, Tony Burcote as the prepper, Lizzie Apel as the blogger, Brandon Ortega as the soldier, Mickey as the radio repairman, and Emily White as (laughs) the... To find out more about our team, you can visit us on Tumblr at crossingwirespodcast.tumblr.com or on Twitter at underscore crossingwires underscore. If you're enjoying our story, please consider taking a moment to rate and review us on iTunes, share us on your social media of choice, or send your friends strange cryptid messages at odd times of the night. Thanks for listening.